Moncrief on News Talk. Thank you very much. Very welcome back. Tom Dunn standing in for Sean 53106 for your text. Delighted to welcome Barbara Scully and Declan Buckley with us in the studio for So You Think You're an Adult 2024 2024 edition. Will yes. it be a more kind of we we will. plans we look for back it. at how long we're doing this. No, An we should not. No, never, never look, look back, back Barbara. Never look back. Always look forward. Never look back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And run if you have to. <laughs> yeah, and have you any plans for 24? Any 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 resolutions or anything crazy like that? No, just stay alive. Tom. Stay alive, just yeah. Stay alive, yeah. Try and know, do it better than last year. Try and do, yeah, but like I do that every year. and So now I'm not going to bother doing that anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to say like, yeah, like I'm here and I'm grand. And, you you know, the, the year of mediocrity. Yeah, um, you know, that's fine. Fail upwards, Barbara, that's what I always <laughs> say. <laughs> I need, yeah, I need to dial it up a little bit. Yeah. Did You you'd probably didn't hear the one we were talking to, Preet Chandy, before the break. She skied to the South Pole there. And her journey in from where from from a place which is you know you have to get down to it's yeah, a huge yeah, area a yeah, place called yeah. the Rhone Ice Cap it was over a thousand kilometers wow. oh so she but, said she skied across Antarctica yeah right uh, that journey started four years ago with her googling the words how to get to Antarctica right so wow. there's there's an idea my daughter was in Antarctica in November and we were down in the south of Argentina to wave her goodbye down in Ushuaia. Well, wow. and so that was one of the highlights at Christmas. We finally got to see her slideshow of photographs, and I have to say, it was absolutely breathtaking. Now she wasn't at the South Pole; she was just at yeah. the edge of Antarctica. But I mean, it was. Stunning. And this is her photographs of, of of yeah. There was a professional photographer on the trip, yeah. so they all got these really beautiful Amazing. photos of the wildlife. Yeah. There's photos and videos, um, but it is the most incredible. Even just looking at the videos and photographs, and I mean, my daughter is very kind of down, like no nonsense, yeah. not given to flary kind of things or, you know, getting emotional about stuff. She came back from that and she honestly said it was life-changing. She said it was unbelievably beautiful and now she's all about the planet and saving the planet because it's a pristine environment. That's her engaged for the next 12 months. She knows what she wants to do. She's on a mission. I looked at my husband and said, that's us never been able to downsize because, you know, (laughs) saving the planet, there's not a lot of money in that. But anyway. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. All right, so (laughs) just saying, you can Google something and in a few years' time, who knows where you will be to change your life. What like Google? Don't Google this is the problem if you can't even think what to Google do you know what I end up Googling too much stuff when I finish this show because he brings up rude things that I've never heard of and then I go home and and go I need yeah because he says don't Google them and then what do you do and so I would not Google them no yeah no, I'm not. I, Maybe I, that's I my New Year's resolution. This man love. says, "Don't Google." Yeah, it. take my advice, Barbara. That's what we're here okay. for. <laughs> All right, that's the whole idea. Hello, that's okay. Okay. As he says. Sorry, I'm not right. good at that. Right, that's my right. New Year's resolution. So, very good. Don't uh, we're going it. to kick off with our first question of 2024. Wow, it's exciting, um, isn't it? <laughs> I've been dating this guy for a few weeks. It's casual, not serious yet. We discussed Christmas and decided against gifts due to our tight finances. He's jobless and I'm recovering from a costly home repair. Recovering from a costly home repair. So there's a way with words there. Yeah. <laughs> um, instead, we planned a New Year's Eve date. However, I received a 350 euro gift from him, which deviated from our agreement. I can't stop thinking about it. It's a generous gesture, but it makes me uneasy. The gift creates an imbalance in our relationship, and I'm not sure how to handle this. Also, I don't know how we've agreed on something, and then he went against it. I wouldn't have minded if it was something small, but this is just totally OTT. Could this be a red flag? My <laughs> God, where do you start? Where do you start, Barbara? Uh, yeah, look, I, I, yeah, like I get how that would be very uncomfortable on two fronts. Number one, you made a deal, which mm-hmm. you thought both parties understood yeah. and signed up to, and that was fine. And then perhaps 
coming from a place of love and from, you know, you know, he was trying to do a nice thing. He deviated from the deal. But you shouldn't do that. Like if you've made a deal with somebody in that we're both not going to do this or we're both going to do this, then you really need to stick to it, particularly in a relationship. So he didn't stick to it. So that's not great. But then the other thing is, it is terribly embarrassing if um, <laughs> if somebody, if you've decided we're not buying presents and then somebody buys you a present, especially an expensive present, because it does, it's awkward and it makes you feel, as she said, it creates an imbalance in the relationship. So I totally get that. So, Tom, yes. the question is what to do. What to do. What to do. Now, I would suggest two things. Uh, the first thing, I would say she hasn't said, she hasn't told us what the gift is. But I think if it is a gift that can be returned, in other words, if he still has a receipt and if he's a wise man, always keep the receipt. Gift receipt. Always keep the receipt. Yeah. Uh, then I would, I would suggest perhaps that he returns it just because, not that she doesn't like it or appreciate it, but just because it wasn't really fair and he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have broken the deal. Um... I mean, given the benefit of the doubt that he did it, as I say, yeah. for the right reasons, um, but it creates an imbalance, not just in terms of the expenditure at Christmas of both of them, but also of like, he might be way more invested in this relationship than she is. And she did say it's casual, it's not serious and it's not long in. My advice would be just let it, you know, maybe get him to pay it back so he understands the lesson uh, but or to give it back. But if he doesn't... Okay. Maybe just, you know, let it let it move on for a little while. But it, it's not a red flag, but it's an amber light. Just, you know, okay. watch what's going down. Because it looks like he might be way more invested it's than she is. It's an amber light, Declan? Mm, I, I don't know about that, but I do think that he, he is trying to give signals that he's more, that he is invested. Um, he also wants to avoid certain kind of... Tra- you know when you're invited to somebody's house and they say, don't bring anything? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you never go with one arm swinging longer than the other. Never. You never don't bring anything. You never yeah. don't go, oh, I'm going to bring nothing. Well, do you know what? How does it work the other way when you say to your husband, no, don't get me anything much and he doesn't get you anything much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What Triggered. Kind, what kind of an idiot is he? <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. I know he didn't do that this year. Know you? <laughs> but he has done that in the past. Yeah. When I go, I don't want much force and he goes there, no force. No and I'm like, where's the force? See, that's exactly oh, yeah. what I'm talking wow. about. I'm he talking didn't do it this year in case he's okay, listening. Yeah, he didn't yeah, do it this year. Somebody who wants to avoid that, though. Somebody, you know, is going, okay, you know, you say stuff with your mouth, but the actual words don't match your actual desires and and stuff. So I think that this guy is going, well, if I'm going to make a mess of this situation... Like by taking mess. you on, on on face value and then offending you by not giving you a gift and then you show up with a candle or whatever it is. I want to avoid that situation. So by going the other direction, you know, it's showing up as something. But and 350 he, euros, yeah, that's a once lot. You get like, into, or it could be, it, I mean, it is a lot. Of course it is. You're Declan going, woo, like, you know, it's Because I'm imagining situations where you, you decide to bring somebody for a fancy meal and before you know it, you know, you're into... 350 well, euros. depends on how much champagne you have, Barbara. She need <laughs> <laughs> I depends on how drunk um, you have to get them. <laughs> what are you saying, though? Are, saying are you saying... Once, once it is really hard to, to get to... Even though they agreed that they weren't going to do presents. But a deal is a deal, Declan. I know, but it's Christmas and people have this kind of ambivalence about that. But there's that. a difference between making a deal and just saying, no, don't spend much on me and I won't spend much on you. But when you make a deal, we're both broke. We're not going to get each yes. other presents. And, and the alternative is it's a New Year's Eve date or whatever. And then he rocks up with 300. I do that's get that. breaking the deal. It is breaking the deal. And I, I get I get where where how that made her feel. But yeah. I do think to say that this is a red flag yeah. is a little bit is on the excess. Yeah. 
Yeah. So and therefore, right. it makes me feel that there's a kind of a regiment of rules around this person that might be a little bit, you do it my way or, or you know, and it's all a bit I'd like, I'd love to Whoa. know what he got her though, because she knows it's 350 it's a, euros worth. It's a gift worth. card. It's a gift card or it's a voucher. Buy him something with the then girl. If you, I want you know, to a weekend, <laughs> like for a weekend away. Maybe. Then That'd I kind of go, okay, that's not yeah. a bad idea. See, that's win, that win. was kind of what, yeah. it isn't explained there, which is why I'm kind of going, if it's for a weekend away or yeah. if it's something that could be that shared. Both of them or, could do shared, yeah. You know, then I'm kind of going, he's just basically That's saying, I'm right into now. this yeah. relationship. Yeah. See if, if our, if our uh, listeners have any great wisdom to share. They're usually much wiser than yeah. us. Um, Barbara, if my wife tells me she doesn't want a gift, she's not getting a gift. <laughs> oh, oh I don't speak in code. Oh, yeah. right. Drives me insane. Yeah. Good luck with that. Sunshine. I know, but a lot of people yeah, you do. You won't be speaking much in future. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about speaking code, to be honest. You're not going to be talking to anyone very soon. <laughs> Don't worry Are you about it. long married, love, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> when did you get married? The yeah, other day. Um, 350 is a joke. Like, come on. If you were married, you wouldn't spend that on your spouse. No, that's true. Yeah, it does seem a lot of money for, for a present. Oh, get you. I, I get think, you, the yeah. last of the big spenders. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a mistake. Maybe he asked for a 35 35 cubic yards. He was too embarrassed. Too late now. (laughs) He got it wrong. He could easily have gone for something small. It was a bit of a power play by him to spend so much. Yeah, you see, there is that little bit. Yeah, it does imbalance. I understand that too, but there is, is, you know. Look, seeking total equality is kind of a while very aspirational and great yeah. and all that. It's really hard to get that because there's too many ways our society loves to just destabilise that. Yeah. You know, whether it's by, you know, we're feminists, but then suddenly we'll bring back a little bit of the old, you know, gentleman must pay for dinner kind of stuff. Sorry, what? That sometimes you can try to be There's equal. The difference between feminism and chivalry, not paying for dinner, but if somebody oh, opens the no, door for me, that's exactly. cool. Exactly, that was precisely my point, Barbara. I'm saying that sometimes you can be the, the, you know, real feminist in your mentality, but then you sometimes want to do the gesture. And the gesture is something that is ingrained yeah. a lot of the time. and Like doing the bins and, and fixing yeah, them. Doing your the time. Bins. Yeah, yeah. The and you know, why don't you do the bins, Barbara? What? Why don't I you do, do the bins? Oh, great. Sometimes. 350 <laughs> is too much for any present, for anyone, especially in a new relationship, especially for those who are keeping an eye on their finances. And absolutely, especially when you've agreed not to exchange presents, give him the present back and perhaps dump him. Oh, no, wow, dump him. just see how really hands out. He could have made God. a mistake and, you know, he may not ever make it again. I, you just say, I, for me, his life flashed before him. He's into this person and he somehow <laughs> came into the But sometimes, you, can, you know, you, I, I do think three, I, the, the amount of money is that, whoa. That. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of not, I'm not, I, I'm not dumping. We don't want to give him a red flag. Though. Oh no, don't no, dump no, him. No, no, no red flag. See how it pans out. Let's yeah. let okay. carry on for a bit right. more. Just, you know. Best of luck with that. Yeah, exactly. On to our second question. Now. Right. I've been offered my dream job in another country. But my partner doesn't want to move. This opportunity is everything I've worked for. It's in my ideal field, offers incredible growth, aligns with my career aspirations. However, my partner has a stable job here and is close to family and friends. She's unwilling to relocate fearing for the uncertainty of finding a new job and leaving their support network. I'm torn between advancing my career and preserving my relationship. I don't know how long this job will be for. I don't see myself having a family abroad. So in my head, this is only something that may last three or five years. We've been together four years already, so I know she's the one and I want her as part of my life. I don't know what to do. Regardless, I want to stay with my girlfriend, but I'd ultimately love her to come with me. Yeah. yeah. Conundrum. It is a conundrum and it, it, in its most kind of um, literal sense because to me this reads like a situation where um, you could have both of these outcomes. You could have this person in your life and a dream yeah. job. It's just that in this particular situation the logistics around it seem seem to be um, you know not, not conducive to making it happen. Um, 
or are they? Because the thing is, I, I want to know whether or not there's a way in which you could possibly take the job, stay in the relationship and make that work. I mean, you're at the beginning stages of a relationship. Four years is, is kind of not that. It depends on how long relationships last. Long week. enough, I would have said. <laughs> it depends on long how enough, yeah. It's long enough to know that your relationship is working. It's long enough to be confident and secure in the relationship. Um, is it long enough to test it with this kind of long distance thing? If that's not something that you want to do, because... Four me, years seems, is ages. ages. Yeah, I was ages. thinking not, I was, when you were saying it's long enough. Yeah. I am saying it's long enough. That's yeah, it's ages. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I was being flippant about how long relationships yeah. last. Um, what I'm saying is, is that is a, in, if you're that long into a relationship and you know that it's working, is it possible that you could test the strength of your relationship by by being apart for? A period of time, because mm. I mean, again, it's not a reality TV show. Some people, like it sounds to me, like the the, the, the his girlfriend here, um, is quite secure with her support yeah. network and all that. But everything in the letter seems to imply that the person who wrote the letter is willing yeah. to go on an adventure. So there's a kind of a difference in their outlooks and their mentalities. There, well, I think, I think, I think that I think, and I'm, I'm assuming this is a heterosexual relationship. I, I, I think this letter illustrates very clearly the difference in how men think and how women think. He's looking at his career. Great career opportunity. This is always what I'm working up to. It's only going to be four years. Uh, you know, sure, it'll be fine. And there's a kind of a like, he doesn't really get why she's very reluctant. Um, oh, I think he does get why. They, go, uh, they, are, they yeah, do but get like, it. They're, you they know, they her, know what the reasons are. Her reasons for not going, besides the fact that she's going to have to look for a job herself in this foreign land, which we don't know where it is, is the fact that she's going to miss her family and her support systems and all the rest of it um, around that. At four years, sorry, how long did they go? Three to five years for him yeah. going for the job. That's quite, uh, in the same way as four years is a long time to be in a relationship. Three to five years is a long time to be abroad. Uh, but he doesn't seem to have, there's no hint in the letter that he's willing to compromise in any way. Um, and I mean, the obvious compromise, depending on where the job is, and we don't know where it is, but if it was, say, London, you know, then it's possible to commute. It's possible, you know, even if he lives in London, but he comes home yeah. one weekend, she goes over there the next weekend. I'm assuming they don't have children. It is possible to sustain a relationship then. And that would be the same maybe from Paris or Amsterdam or, you know, cities on the western side of Europe. Further away, then that is problematic. Um, and then, as you say, it's Hobson's choice, really, because he may end up having to choose between the job opportunity and the relationship. And you know what? At the end of the day, which is the most important if this is somebody that he genuinely loves and has been together for, with for four years and sees a future with, which is the more important? Yes, well, here's a text just to throw all that in the air. I refused a dream job many years ago. Um, like that, it would have been just a couple of years, but I chose the boyfriend over the job. We just started living together at the time. Biggest regret ever. Mm. He ended up leaving me for another woman a few years later. And, you know, and you, again, regardless of whether it had that kind of a negative outcome, if you decide to stay with the relationship and you stay here and your career never has the opportunity yeah. to go up that next step, you'll always remember as an opportunity that you, you let slide by. Yeah. And I, 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 I accept what you're that. saying about the mentality and whether it is a gender thing, I don't know. But I do think that there is this, there's a kind of a window in people's careers when they can make those kind of jump, jump, jumps and get, and get to a position where they can be more financially uh, stable or even financially wealthy than they would be if they chose other options. And I think 
again, I think that sometimes those situations involve the sacrifice of going, we're going to hold off and starting a family, we're going to hold off and getting married, whatever the other things are. And all of those things have to come together to mesh well. For many people, it happens really easily and the, the kind of, the yeah. knitting together of all those things happens, you know, just easily without any need for compromises or, or sacrifices. Mm. But I think yeah. sometimes, it depends on what his job is. I mean, assuming, it depends on where it is. Assuming the relationship is the real deal and not like our listener yeah. there who got, who got left for whatever. Um, you know, I often think of people at the end of their lives when they look back on things that they regret. I think they would regret yeah. perhaps losing a relationship that they really, really thought was the one for them over losing a dream job. Mm. Um, here's another listener. Dan in Cork says, the guy needs to propose to his girlfriend after four years together. If he wants her to go with him abroad, I'd say that'll solve her concerns and make her happy. What? On what planet does that make sense, <laughs> listener Dan from lovely Cork? Well, I'd say he's like, what, saying so she that. She has a ring on her finger and she has the big day out together. and then she's willing to leave her family, her friends and her career, which hasn't been mentioned at all, in order to hitch her wagon to his. Well, if he's saying Poor Dan's it's a in the 50s thing and we're definitely going to commit to each other and it's going to be a bit you of a You can't say for sure it's a temporary thing either because if he goes and loves the job and it's all fine and he doesn't have to worry about for whatever reason about his family or his support systems and all the rest of it, it may it may be longer than that. Um, so, you know, I don't think that's the answer, Dan. Right. Bless you. I do think that there is, it, it is, um, it is a um, consequence of living in a world where we have couples, both of whom may have a career um, and in the olden days, it wouldn't have been the case. So you, you, you have this potential for conflict where one career goes against another person's career. The opportunities that one person um, takes up might be at the consequence of somebody else's career or their desire well, to be around their families or whatever the other. I didn't think other. of this when I was, when I was thinking about this uh, particular problem. But that's, well, except that it was only the UK and here. But when Sherwood and I got together, he's English. The plan was always that we would go to England because he owned his own house in England. He had a staff photographer job, which is very hard to come by in a magazine. And uh, it made more sense. I'd pick up work easier and all the rest of it. And it was he at the end of the day who said, you're not going to survive without your family and your mommy right. and you're this and you're that and you're the other. All, and he came uh, here. So, you know. I start the conversation. There's loads now coming in on a particular kind of uh, theme. And that's saying, if he chooses the girl over the job, he will forever resent her clipping his wings. Is that, are they um, coming in from men now? The relationship will fail, fail anyway, says Ed, who could be short for Edwina, who knows. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> dilemma of the chap who just has a new opportunity once in a lifetime. He should go. And if they're solid, they should just go. A plane ride gets you back home. Make sure he has a plane for his rich pop for two months take the opportunity I did many years ago and still to this day I wonder Lord. I do think that it would linger and, and if anything has the potential I I've been to, kind of, to kind of get in between it's people it's, it's these kind of things I yeah. can choose can we age. move on to the two yeah, please, the next right. one is oh, great no. this unbelievable is great. <laughs> right this is so brilliant. this one I discovered my roommate had been using my toothbrush <laughs> after no- after noticing it misplaced several times I set up a small camera. You what? <laughs> I love that just so yeah, yeah, casually yeah. thrown you in there. In the bathroom, as you would. Yeah. As you would. Yeah. I set up a small camera, suspecting something odd. To my horror, the footage revealed my roommate casually using my toothbrush. Uh, they've been happening for weeks. I'm both disgusted and upset. Confronting him about this invasion of personal hygiene feelings, awkward and embarrassing. 
how should I address the situation with my roommate without causing too much tension in our living arrangement? My tension. Words. She's worried yeah. about tension. Yes. She's worried about tension. And her flatmate is brushing her teeth with her toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd be worried about the flatmate's life if it was me who discovered somebody, anybody using my toothbrush. Um, I'm, I'm actually flabbergasted about the camera, though. I can't um, get over the camera. Like, is this something that people now have or can can organise pretty easily? I'd say you probably can. In a bathroom? Like, there's very few places to hide stuff in a bathroom and then there's all the condensation which would screw up like if she's yeah. brushing her teeth after she had a shower I anyway that fascinated me I was like really like how does that work so I'd like to know more about the camera thing and how, how are you saying that, that, that invasion of privacy kind of cancels out the invasion she used her toothbrush so it's it's fair game I mean you know again what to do first thing is I would get a new toothbrush I'd get a box <laughs> and I'd keep it in your bedroom I wouldn't keep it in the bathroom but actually, on top of that, I'd leave your old one in the bathroom and I'd spray it or drip it with... Do you remember that stuff you used to get when you were kids to put on warts? That yeah. To stop you... Was it warts? God. Yeah, no, it's biting, not, your biting your nails. nails yeah. Biting your nails. Yeah. To yeah. stop you biting your nails. Put some of that on it. You know, that's harmless, but that will really leave a bad taste in your mouth. And then on top of that, I would have a long conversation about how horrendous your gum disease is and how, you know, it's really bad. <laughs> You're probably going to lose all your teeth in the next Maybe. two years. And, you know, it's very contagious and blah, blah, blah. And leave her with that. And I'd say she'd, she'd stop. But to me, this is grounds for actually asking her to sling her hook. And if it was me, she'd be gone. Right. So you actually are putting the toothbrush ahead of the invasion yes, of privacy yes. crime. Yeah, you don't use somebody else's <laughs> the, toothbrush. The one Absolutely. that could actually involve the police. You're yeah, no, the the toothbrush. That I think the toothbrush, <laughs> that should be a crime. There should be a statute <laughs> on that. I, I do think that the, 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 the concern about a moving toothbrush kind of triggers the kind of the full on camera, you know, CSI detective work thing is a bit extreme and weird. Um, and maybe you should look at that when you have time. But in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, I do think that, like, I agree with you. The toothbrush thing, oh, come on. That's like, gross. Who does that? Yeah. Who would walk in and go, but Surely oh. she has her own toothbrush. Like, why surely. would you do that? It's weird. That None is weird. None of us can understand it. We're why do people, like, yeah, I mean. But I still would think. Would you do it if she had the hots for the flatmate? No. Would it be a kind nah, of, like, a I weird thing? Nah. No. I'm, Okay, right. No, it's okay. Just no. Declan says no, so that right. it must be. Because I know everything about what attracts people. Yeah. Move um, out. Go yeah. into the witness protection program. Go I would move out. Age. She should move out. Oh, yeah. Instead of buying a camera, you could have just bought a toothbrush. Yeah, so but surely if she can find somewhere to hide a camera in her bathroom, she can find somewhere to hide her toothbrush. That's a good point. Oh, that is very a fair simple. Point, yeah. I, yeah, I'd imagine yeah. that the camera was actually, you know, in disguised. It's probably disguised as a toothbrush. <laughs> Can you go to a shop and buy those kind of little yeah, cameras? I presume you can. And what, do they just work on Bluetooth you know, nanny or cams. They're like, yeah. you know, they're like... You were watching that thing that yeah, I was watching. watching it like Are you watching that on Netflix? Uh, no. Fool me the, once. No. <gasps> good. It's very... Well, I'm oh, only halfway good. through it. He's yeah, a little yeah. bit more, but we won't give That's any spoilers. That's the girl away. from Brookside or one yeah. of the Foundation Studio. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Um... Right then, but there was uh, a nanny cam in that hidden right. in picture frame. All of my knowledge is based on watching detective programs. Perfect. That's yes, all yeah. I have, and they okay. still are hiding them in flower pots and stuff. Would so they not be hiding them in flower pots? They that's are all I've ever seen. They yeah, get that's all in I've ever seen pot. too. And yeah. they get discovered. They never <laughs> yeah. get away with it. So I don't know. Yeah. This person is, has skills. Yeah, they you do know, have skills. I'd like to know skills. more about the camera, yeah, please. please. Well, you wouldn't suspect it, though. In fairness, like you know, if you're if you're you know involved in crime or you know debugging your room, you know you'd you'd kind of look for a camera. 
I'm not going into a bathroom and going, oh, there might be a camera hidden in here. Well, the, after today. Unless I'm in an Airbnb. Yeah. If I was in an Airbnb, I'd be like, Do you know what? After I today, couldn't actually will. care less. Right. I couldn't actually care less. But you're getting filmed in the toilet. Yeah, I could, if that's good. She's if, on Instagram. <laughs> if, it's, if it's trending, <laughs> so be it. She's like, you know, she has a different <laughs> level of privacy than me. <laughs> right. Well, we're, now that we're making much work, can we talk about the bad boy? The yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah, go the on. last one is great, too. Um, so if anyone has a solution to that, let us know, 53106. This one. Over the past few months, I've unexpectedly become involved with my friend's neighbour. It began spontaneously <laughs> one night while I was waiting for a taxi. We struck up a conversation and in a surprising turn of events, shared a passionate moment. Since then, he's become my friend with benefits. Our interactions are purely physical. We don't engage in conversation or social activities, but the sex we have is the most exhilarating I've ever experienced. However, a recent development has complicated this. While visiting my friend, she mentioned he's a bit of a checkered past in relation to the law. She expressed her suspicions about him being involved in some dodgy dealings in her area and was disapproving of him. I didn't reveal our connection. I just nodded in agreement. Strangely, this revelation that his potentially dubious character has only intensified our encounters, making them even more thrilling than ever before. I recognise the risks of the situation, yet the allure of his bad boy image has only heightened my enjoyment. I'm at a crossroads, unsure how to proceed. <laughs> She's not at a crossroads. She's on an EastEnders episode. Oh, <laughs> fair city. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I look... What's happening here is that she's, it's her attraction to somebody and, you know, and, and part of what she likes about the, the attraction is the fact that it's a dubious kind of a shady moment. Um, that's what she's into. And like, I don't think that it's, it's something that's going to last long. I don't think that it's something that, that has, you know, room to turn into anything else. I think she'll get tired of it eventually. He'll definitely get tired of her, especially if she's not having conversations with them. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just think that she's They're just... They're not having I, an affair, by the way. No, this she's is just, just having a bit of a... Yeah, she's no, yeah, no I, I yeah. presume so. And I love the fact... liking the fact that she's on this kind of edge of, of... I love the fact that she opens the letter with, I unexpectedly became involved with my friend's neighbour. Like, as if she fell over him on the street and then found herself having sex with him. Like, yeah. what? Unexpectedly? Like, she's made a decision to engage in a purely physical yeah, relationship well, with this lad. It's and she went out to get a taxi and she got something else completely. So yeah, that was I thought that kind of shit never happens to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Going to the wrong taxi. I'm good, yeah. You're always on your phone, Barbara. Always, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm always on the bus. <laughs> Doesn't happen on the bus. Um, but I mean, it depends on the nature of his dodgy dealings. Like, I mean, yeah. the dodgy dealings, if he's a drug dealer, is that okay? No. If he's somebody who's hurt people, is that okay? No. If he's somebody who nicks stuff out of people's houses, no. is that okay? So what's okay with the... Like, where does... Being it's a dodgy a fantasy, character. I understand it? the bad boy thing yeah. of somebody's a bit like, you know, yeah. what's the word I'm looking for tough. without being? Yeah, like a bit tough and a bit like, you know, rough around the edges and all the rest. Yeah, maybe. But there's a difference between that and somebody who's a criminal or doing stuff. So it depends on the dodgy dealings here. Mm. But I think she should look at her own moral compass. Like, because this like, oh, I'm so attracted to him because he's a bad boy. That's about like a 14-year-old or 15-year-old. Yeah, exactly. But, it, but, it, but it's that. also tapping into some kind of a, like, something that she's find, it's like a, a fantasy for her. Mm. And so therefore she's, she's, she's enabling herself to kind of engage with the fantasy. But that ultimately is going to, it'll come to an end one way or the other. Either she'll realise that it's a, something will happen or she'll but be what's found your advice? Out. Do you think she should drop it? Do you think she should kind of put an end to this? But the advice is the same where you'd ultimately come to as well. I'm saying, I, what I'm saying is, is that it's the difference between between making a rational choice and just 
going with the flow and, you know. But the consequences are potentially, what you know, there's also, well, I mean, I don't know what the dodgy, what, it, what yeah. his dodgy dealings are, but she could be potentially putting herself in harm's way, possibly, depending on the nature of his dodgy dealings, which but she you hasn't know that, and then, and then she immediately added, like, a kind of a really irresponsible thing about, um, and that kind of turned me on even more, to paraphrase what she said. But she might be so, thinking of the, the, like, because she hasn't shared with us what the dodginess is. Yeah. Like, she might be thinking of the fact that if he is somebody who's really dodgy and, you know, uh, that she could be putting herself in danger, either just through her connection with him or physically to put herself in danger when you're at your most vulnerable. Um, so, you know, I'd be saying to her, listen, run a mile, missus. I'm there's, sure there's plenty of the fellas out there who, you know, would happily give you the ride. I don't know how old this that, person is, but it, but it does sound like, it sounds like, an, like a 19-year-old yeah. kind of mentality yeah. of like, yeah, she'd oh, want to cop sure, what could go it's, wrong? It's, it sounds utterly unrelated to the real world. Um, you know, but if the real world comes into it, it could be dangerous it, for her. Yeah, no, I'd run a mile yeah, from yeah. that now. Absolutely. Right. Very long text from Miriam here on our, our gift, expensive gift. Um, an expensive gift given when no gifts was the agreement is most definitely a red flag oh, wow. for Miriam's. love bombing. Especially early in a relationship. It's an unwanted exertion of financial power which unambiguously communicates that A, he did not at all respect her boundaries and B, establishes financial dominance. If it was an honest mistake, she can find out by returning the gift accompanied by a note outlining her discomfort and suggesting that he get a refund or gifted uh, to a friend or of his family. If he's genuine, he'll accept his mistake and a resolution. If not, he would resist. The fact that she has written to you also suggests she has a gut instinct about the gesture and she should always listen to her gut. Miriam well, I, I agree with that part at the end. Um, My I do words. think there's always, yeah. That's I, a red flag. I don't know. I don't, I, My yeah. word, we I didn't see that coming, did we? Well, Miriam sounds like somebody who knows about these. She oh, does, yeah. yeah I really listen to Miriam. Like she's kind of, home. Yeah, she, I'd say Miriam could be Miriam. in this studio next week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Miriam. <laughs> I hope you enjoy working with Declan. I'll see you, Tom. It's a great yeah, start to the new year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of a big, lucrative <laughs> job now. Thanks a lot. God, I'd be on me uppers. It's terrible. Best luck with the rest of the year, Barbara. I better not get a tank or a bus. Get in touch when you can, Miriam. Thank you again. And uh, Declan, thank you very much as well. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.